Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. Today, we're going to take a look at a snapshot of America's medical marijuana market in Delaware, with Delaware legalizing its medical cannabis market in May of 2011. But it took this teeny state of 1 million citizens until June of 2015 to open its first clinic. The data from the state's 2019 annual report found that just over 12,000 patient cards were issued that year, representing an 82% increase from the year prior. Data from BDS Analytics and ArcView Market Research predict that Delaware's medical market will reach 32 million by 2024 and 71 million if adult use were to pass. And it's going to take that because their revenues from the medical program are, are terrible. So they're charging $125 per year for patients and caregivers, which is a little bit high to have an annual fee. But anyways, that's generating $859,000 last year, up from 2018's roughly $524,000 mark. So operators in the state are reporting largely similar sales during the pandemic, which is interesting. I don't know if that's accurate. Maybe it's all cash and they're afraid to report. I'm not really sure. But there's stagnant numbers that were attributed to Delaware just like every other rollout, we see a lot of messing around with the, the current bill in 2020 legislative session in Delaware was no different. There was a lot of measures aimed at revising the program, addressing gun rights for at-home cultivation, neither passed. Unfortunately, they're not looking at marijuana lounges or delivery or progressive things, unfortunately. Another bill passed in recent months allowing cannabis-infused edibles to be sold at dispensaries, but it looks like they're about five years back, still worried about the kids which is a topic that should be brought up, but it already has been. It's been addressed. It's been uh, dissected. And really the point is about accountability on parents. If you're going to have alcohol and tobacco and all these other things, junk food, you need to be able to put it away. So, And that includes pets because pets can get into edibles and concentrate. So definitely need to be a responsible adult. <laughs> so despite a survey in 2018 showing support of 61%, wanting legalized cannabis, we still saw efforts in 2018 defeated in Congress with similar results occurring the following year. At least the Attorney General made some mentions he wouldn't prosecute any possession charges under 175 grams or roughly six ounces. A lot of the pushback was from opposition of the state police and the governor. And so with publicly traded prisons essentially being a modern slave system, of course, they're going to want people to be in the prison system. You're going to have lobbyists from the police. You're going to have lobbyists from the publicly traded prison system. You're going to have lobbyists from uh, all of the jail guards, lobbyist groups, um, including tobacco and paper and um, alcohol and all of these other things that have been around for a long time. But the people of Delaware are going to have to fight for that regulated market just like every other place. So we're going to have to stay tuned. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is The Talking Hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Or don't. And I'm out. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. 
She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.